the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him to the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, have you demanded a trade yet, a la Julio Jones? Well, I'll tell you what. I, I was on the phone with somebody earlier, and it turns out right <laughs> before they hung up, they let me know that I was apparently on the air in front of millions of people. So uh, I don't, I'm not exactly sure what I said while I was on air. I cannot comment on that because we happen to share the same agent. So don't want to say anything anything, uh, negative. We should, we should talk about this Julio Jones thing because uh, sounds like Julio Jones wants to be traded. There, there was a, uh, a picture of him just a couple days ago wearing a Cowboys sweatshirt. And then on this uh, TV program, he says, no, I don't want to go to Dallas. Just general thoughts on this whole Julio saga right now. I mean, it's funny. It's, you know, look, I mean, if you're a Cowboys fan, you've dealt with something like this long enough, <laughs> you know, enough times that you've seen this, you've seen this, this, uh, this film play out before. Yeah. I, I, I it sounds like Julio was in town um, working out with Cooper um, and, you know, not surprising two Alabama guys working out together. Uh, and he had a cowboy sweatshirt on. You know, I think I know. I think we know how that is. Well, and then I, I also well, really quickly. He was not working out at the Star. I know there's some reports yeah, of that yeah. because he's not allowed to. Yeah. Now, exactly. In a certain quarterback's backyard, that's totally legal. But go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 that's what it sounds like was happening, right? And and mm. so that. And then uh, this morning, uh, uh, they Colin Coward and 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 and. Uh, it's Shannon Sharp, Skip Bayless. Uh, Sorry, Skip Bayless, but it doesn't Skip really Bayless. I, I, yeah, it does, <laughs> six, six one half dozen the other to me. I don't want to watch. So, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I got the Shannon Sharp part right. Um, yeah, yeah. Because Shannon, Shannon was actually, the, and I, and I guess I, I did miss the front part of this. Did Shannon call him, or did Julio call him back? No, no. Shannon called him on live so, TV. So Shannon called him on live TV. So basically, I don't think Julio knew. I don't think Julio yeah, knew. Yeah, that's that he was on that's TV. the thing that's really fascinating is that it it does seem like there wasn't any kind of indication from Shannon like it, it, that he they were on air until like right before they hung up, right? Like, yeah. oh, by yeah. the way, we're on the air. I'll see you later. Boom, like hung up the phone. Like, so yeah. I mean, I it, I guess we need to talk about the comments. Basically, you know, uh, Shannon implying that uh, asking if he wanted to go to the Cowboys, obviously because of the sweatshirt uh, that had happened. Yes, picture that had happened yesterday. Uh, uh, Shannon uh, uh, Julio making it clear that that wasn't in the cards yeah, and that no, he no. wasn't interested. Uh, and then Shannon obviously taking some digs at the Cowboys. Um, uh, and I mean, we could talk about the Peter sure. King aspect of that in a little bit, but uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's you know uh, my my thought process is you know, and I, I just tweeted this out. It's like the the Bane meme, right? Like you were you were born you were you were you got used to the darkness. We were born and bred in this, and like kind of media nonsense that's getting that flies towards the Cowboys constantly. And this is just one of those things where 
uh, you know, there's a player who is unhappy with his current situation. He's likely going to get traded, or at least there's lots of conversation about him being traded. Of course, the Cowboys are going to be included. Of course they are, because uh, it, whenever you include the Dallas Cowboys uh, in any kind of conversation around any player, uh, it's guaranteed to give your uh, views on whatever platform you're on sure, uh, a sure. huge boost. So I- I'm assuming that that's all there is. There's not a ton of room at the end. There's not a ton of money in the ca- for the Cowboys to do something like this. I don't even think there's a ton of interest, honestly. Uh, but it's it's fodder for a uh, a Monday where there's not a ton of other football news going on. I, I imagine that he will get dealt, assuming after this June 1st deadline where it just makes it no. a little easier to trade him. I I did propose to trade Landon on Twitter just to see like what people thought. Like, yeah, if the Cowboys wanted to like flip an expiring wide receiver asset in Michael Gallup, who could help Matt Ryan and Calvin Ridley right away. I think that makes sense. I don't know if Atlanta would say yes because my guess is they yeah. want draft picks. They want draft picks because they want to probably build for the future, right? Maybe if it's getting their next quarterback. Do they? But I have like, no, I have what no is idea. going on with Atlanta? I mean, like that's 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 the other interesting part about this whole story is what the heck is going on with Atlanta? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like it doesn't. I would be really frustrated as an Atlanta fan right now would, looking at this be. because because it's like. Okay, are we are we loading up for this year for one more year of Matt Ryan, or are we are we trying to like build for for uh, the future? Why does yep. it feel like that? Why does it feel like they're kind of straddling the line between both? It's it's I would be frustrated. I, I don't understand. I, I don't know what the, the plan is, and that's I think again according to Adam Schefter, it was Julio Jones that actually asked for a trade a couple of months yep. ago. This isn't the Falcons wanting to that's move true. him. I, 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 I think they got in a tough spot. They know that they're somewhat transitioning to a different offense with new head coach, Arthur Smith. I don't know, but um, in my hypothetical trade lane and uh, 54 was going to Atlanta, he, he would look very nice in black and red to save the Cowboys okay. some cap space. But um, we, <laughs> we are trying to solve cow- Cowboys problems at this point. You're not, yeah, you're, I, you're I not mean, helping sure. the Falcons at all. You're just, no, no, no. I mean, Cowboys problems. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not um, just, Gut call. Where do you think Julio ends uh, ends up? San Francisco. I mean, See, that's I, my I guess as well, right? I don't like it, but go back with Kyle Shanahan. Go to an offense that uses a ton of play action and crossing routes. That does feel likely. I saw a report that they would like to not trade him to an NFC team. So good. Maybe maybe the Colts. Maybe the Chargers. John Gruden. You never know with the Raiders. Uh, who knows? But uh, those those would be the teams that I think are very likely for Julio. Um, I think we should start talking about some actual Cowboys news, Landon. What do you think? Let's, let's do it. Let's do uh, it. Yeah. Let, let's do that. But before we do that, I want to take a quick break so I can tell you guys about Built Bar, the absolute best tasting protein bar out there. It's hard to even explain it. Real chocolate, amazing flavors, and just a great combination of low calories, high protein, and low sugar. With no crazy additives. Best of all, they taste fantastic. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKDOWN15 and you'll get 15% off your next box at BuiltBar.com. All right, uh, Landon, the Cowboys held a workout for Brett Hundley on Friday. According to a couple different people, including Michael Galkin, the workout went extremely well. He threw the ball well in in the session that they had. But it doesn't appear the Cowboys are going to sign him anytime soon. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, I guess what what's going on now is that they they kind of are going to give some of these guys uh, 
uh, you know, like the Garrett Gilberts, the Cooper Rushes, maybe they're going to give them an opportunity. Danucci as well. They're going to give they them should. an opportunity to kind of see what they've got in training camp, at least early on. Um, and, you know, I, I think they, I, they probably feel good about Hunley's knowledge of, of McCarthy's offense. And I mean, I think kind of catching up to what Kellen yeah. Moore does inside of that shouldn't be too difficult. Uh, you know, it, it could be just that they're waiting to, to, you know, give, these younger guys a little bit more opportunity in OTAs and training camp and to see what they've got before they decide to kind of commit to a, a, a Hunley, um, you know, just which is smart. Think I think it's yeah. smart, right? Because you, you don't need Hunley to take a lot of reps. He already knows his offense. I would rather see Garrett Gilbert get all of these OTA snaps because he's already under contract and played well last year. And it's cheaper, you know. It's I mean, cheaper. like if ultimately, if you can get by, if you think that Garrett Gilbert is good enough to get by with this season, um, then you know that's just that m- the little money that you don't have to spend on a, on a Brett Hundley. So um, I, I think that the, you know they're they're looking to save money wherever they can at this point. Uh, in a backup quarterback situation, you know the the there's there's a pretty penny to save between a kind of unproven Garrett Gilbert if you think he can step up to that versus a guy like Brett Hundley who's been a backup you know for multiple years and is probably going to command a little bit more money. So uh, I would imagine that they're going to give these guys and it's going to be like that. On, a lot of different fronts, I imagine, with tra- mm-hmm. training camp at OTA, they're going to give these young guys a chance to to, to do it and to fail. Uh, and if they do fail, then you know we have, we have to replace them with veterans. They'll yes. spend the money, but they'd rather have the cheaper option, the younger option that can develop and, and grow into the role, as opposed to having to pay for a proven commodity, especially at a position that you know it is literally a backup. And and you know you're hoping to they never even see the field. I wouldn't even be surprised if they're doing something similar at like defensive tackle, right? Because there's yeah. guys out there between Gerald McCoy, uh, I believe Geno Atkins is still a free agent, Sheldon Richardson, K1 Short. Like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Cowboys have interest in one of those four guys, but it really makes no sense to sign them now, right? Like, right. let them get healthy, give them the summer off. Let's see what Deville Gallimore looks like. Let's see how Tristan Hill's rehab is coming. And if we feel like we need that guy, maybe even after week one, once the salaries aren't guaranteed, then we can bring him, bring him in. Yeah. To go back to the quarterback part of this, I just think the Cowboys are updating their emergency contact list, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. They, they brought in Jeff Driscoll. Was that two weeks ago? Three weeks ago? Two weeks, Whatever. I think, yeah. Two weeks ago. Brought in Brett Hundley. And I even feel like JT Barrett, who they had at Ricky Minicamps, was sort of the same way. Uh, you know, bring him in, let him throw around a little bit. Hey, we're not going to sign you now, but don't be surprised if we call you down the road. I just think that's what smart teams do at this point in time. So there's no, there's just no reason to sign these guys. They're, they're not playing a game this week. They don't need them. Yeah, no one, no one under the age of thirty is going to know this reference, but uh, they're updating their rolodexes, right? They, they're uh, they're making sure yeah. they have these guys' uh, phone numbers, their information. They want to have an idea of what they look like uh, working out. They'll put them through their own workouts so they can throw, <clears throat> make throws that w- that they would be making uh, if yeah. they were playing yep. in the Cowboys' offense. And then they said, okay, great. We, we've got you on file. Uh, if we need you, we'll call you. And then they basically have that guy on file. It's And, and, and so, you know, if midweek uh, Garrett Gilbert or someone gets hurt, uh, they don't need to bring a guy in for a workout mm-hmm. in, in, in a short amount of time. You, you, you have an idea who this guy is. You just bring him in, sign him, and, and he could be uh, in practice the next day. Again, I'm going to keep harping on this, but there's a lot of value to these teams that are cash strapped or, you know, cap space tight where 
don't have them on your roster in week one, but immediately sign them after week one because now they're not their salaries yep. aren't guaranteed for a whole season. And players like Jeff Driscoll and Brett Hundley, while they've never been long-term starters, they've been in the league long enough where the, the vet minimum salary is significantly higher than what a Garrett Gilbert or a Ben DiNucci or a Cooper Rush is. So there's, there's really a lot of value in waiting. And, hey, if we need a guy after week one, we can pick him up and pay him week by week. It just doesn't make a lot of sense to sign that guy right now. The, the real thing, again, and, and we're going to harp on this in a lot of different ways, but the key thing to remember is that you're not making your your, your game day 53-man roster right now. No. You're not doing not. that until September. So a lot of these roster moves, a lot of these tire kickings, uh, it's it's all just conjecture until it's time to actually cut down folks Correct. and acquire talent to play football games. So uh, there's nothing to get too worked up about uh, them not signing or this them signing this. Let's wait until it's actual time to start playing football games. I, I agree. I think that that first day of the regular season is a uh, is a is a huge line of demarcation for a lot yep. of teams. Yep. So and, and not just in a. I'm going to sign you now way, but also in I'm going to cut you now sort of way. So there's going to be a lot of roster movement still left to be done on the other side of training camp. A lot of veterans that'll get signed to, to, to teams like the Cowboys. So uh, let's, let's, let's hold our water on exactly, you know, deciding on whether this is the actual unit that will end up playing football for the Cowboys on Sundays, because there's still a lot of moves left to be done. All right, Lane, and we're going to talk about my favorite thing in the world in just a second, power rankings from people oh. in the media. Uh, but before we do that, I want to tell you guys about rockauto.com. It's a family business serving auto parts to customers online for over 20 years. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices that you prefer. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com today. All right, Landon, this is going to be so much fun. So today, Peter King... Uh, had his first power rankings of the year out, and it, <laughs> it was fun. Uh, let's let's go through the NFC East, Landon, because it's 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 absolutely incredible. At number fifteen was the Washington Football Team, the division winner from last year. Uh, then the New York Giants were at twenty, and your Dallas Cowboys at number twenty-one. So, first and foremost, what are you, what are your thoughts on the Cowboys coming in at twenty-one in his power rankings? First and foremost, why, why are they just my Dallas Cowboys when they're ranked 21st on Peter King's power rankings? Are they not still our Cowboys? Sure. Uh, sure. Yeah, sure. I was going to say, when you started saying <laughs> this is your favorite thing, I assumed we were going to start talking about Pittsburgh Steelers football is what, is, is what was going to go on. No, they so. were at 19, so don't worry. We're all, oh, we're all oh my in misery God. <laughs> You know, first of all, p- power rankings this early are ridiculous. Um, and, and Peter King knows that, but he's been doing it every single year for – 75 years however long peter king's been writing about football (laughs) yeah uh (laughs) uh, i mean so i I, i'm not going to get too mad about it but i mean this is just the the cowboys ranking is about as ridiculous as power rankings pre training camp football like it's uh, the cowboys being 21st um 
you know, I, I, obviously I strongly disagree, Peter. I, I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, do you I, think they're closer I, to I, 10 or do you think they're closer to 20? I think they're closer to 10 than they are to 20 for sure. I, I would agree. Uh, you know, I just – it's it's an offensive league. They're going to have one of the best offenses in football. I mean, well, I, Peter I, King even acknowledges that he said the best player in the NFC East returns this year in Dak Prescott. It seems like that should be enough to boost you ahead of some of the other teams. Plays quarterback, <laughs> you say? Wow. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Like, I, I just, I, I, you know, I obviously a lot of this is also for clicks too. So I, I'm not going to get too worked up about it because again, it's not. It, it, it's it's a silly exercise to begin with because we don't even know what these teams are going to look like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and so I, I say that it's it's it doesn't have a ton of value, and I, I think it's probably designed to get people worked up and talking about it on a Monday morning when there's not a lot to talk about. So on a podcast uh, such as this. Yeah, exactly. So here we are. <laughs> uh, you know, look, I think the Cowboys' offense is going to be one of the best in the league. I think yeah. it's going to be top five, top three. You know, it could be the best offense in football. That's I think it's it's not outside their own possibility with the talent that this guy this group has. We don't know what the defense is. The defense is, is a large unknown. Um, I, I think you could say that it's going to be terrible, but and I could say that it's going to be good. And I think that we are equally as knowledgeable of how it's going to turn out. So it doesn't really matter, right? Well, like, okay, well, okay. So just really quickly, this is an aside. So one of the reasons why Peter King loves Washington is and the Giants is he believes both of those teams are going to have great defenses this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the problem with that, Layman, is I don't want to say defenses don't matter because that's a little that's a little. Strong. Oh my God, we are creeping ever so closer. <laughs> I, I forgot to go to GoDaddy and get players don't matter, but we are increasing so close. But your defense is really only as good as the offenses that you're going against every week. And the, more specifically, the quarterbacks that you play every week, right? Like, Well, and, and good defenses are incredibly difficult to uh, sustain year oh, to year. Well, and, incredibly. And there's, and there's so many different reasons why, right? Like we can look at it just from your strength of schedule, right? If you play a top quarterback every week – I got a feeling you're, you're, you're not going to only give up 19, 20 points a game. Like you're going to give up a bunch of points. And then on top of that, Landon, a defense has 11 starters, obviously. And then you have five, six other guys that rotate in. Well, injuries could be absolutely devastating on that side of the ball, right? Like we saw it last year at corner, right? The mm-hmm. Cowboys lost three corners early on in the season. And it doesn't matter how good the rest of your defense is. Your defense is really only as good as the weakest spot, right? Because yep. if you're weak at corners – okay, we're just going to attack those corners over and over and over. There's really not a lot you can do about it. It's why every year we see so much turnover at the top when it comes to defenses. Even even the really good defenses like the Pittsburgh Steelers, which second time they got mentioned in the show, were horrendous in 2017 and 2018. The personnel didn't change in 2019 and 2020 just to strike the schedule got easier, right? And they stayed a little bit healthier. That's just the way defense is in the NFL it's you're you're going to be way more consistent year to year if you have a top offense rather than a top defense. Yeah, and uh, you know I think even with as good a defense as we expect Washington to be, uh, they still don't have a quarterback. <laughs> they still, I mean, Fitz Fitzpatrick is still Fitzpatrick. He's not going to be. Uh, uh, a consistent enough p- player. I mean, no. I, I don't think that I'm speaking out of turn. He's been in the league for however long he's been in the league. He's the same guy. So, uh, yeah, I think he'll he'll lead them to some victories here and there because that's what he does. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's not enough of a bus driver to keep Washington's defense out of trouble, and they will get overexposed at some point. And as far as New York goes, 
I mean, that's just, the defense just isn't so, as good, right? It's just a lesser version of Washington. The defense is not that good, and and it's the offense is terrible. The offense is worse than our defense. I mean, I know they've got big <laughs> names on offense, right? Like if you look at the depth, this is the problem, right? Teams look at depth charts at the beginning of a year, and that that's how we power rank stuff. Like, hey, they've got Saquon Barkley and Kenny Galladay, and Evan Ingram was a Pro Bowler last year. Now they have Kyle Rudolph, who is a Pro Bowler. This offense should be really, really good. But then you remember Jason Garrett's coaching the offense and they still have Daniel Jones at quarterback. It's like, it's like, okay, it doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. They, Oh, they got Kadarius Tony. Well, I can't wait to see what Garrett does with Kadarius Tony. It'll be really Um, fun on those three ghost jet sweeps a game. Yeah. It's just, so I just don't know that like, I have a hard time, you know, taking that stuff seriously because a anyone seriously doing this would not be putting out a power ranking. I mean, again, Peter King is, doing work that's his job but uh, anybody who's doing this seriously wouldn't be doing this now so it's hard for me to take the results seriously especially again like the the methodology there it it i get the methodology is about as sound as uh you know doing a power rankings pre-training camp it's it's it doesn't really make a ton of sense. Luckily, these power rankings don't decide who actually wins the games or not. So you can, oh, yeah. you can rest easy. It's it's not a big deal. It's fun to read them, uh, but don't put any stock in them. Uh, that's it. I just I, I just like debating these because they're fun, yeah. and I know how much I mean, it irritates you. Know, it's, you. It's something to talk about for sure. But yeah, it is. You know, it's just designed to get people irritated, specifically me. I think <laughs> uh, it's something to talk about on a, on a Monday in late May. It's absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Busy week of shows. We got Twitter Tuesday coming up. We've got some really special segments and guests coming up over the next couple of weeks and months. So make sure you guys are downloading, subscribing to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, uh, Audacity, Spotify, wherever you can get your podcasts. I know there's been some problems with a couple of these sites right now. Uh, so if, you, if you're having trouble downloading, go to YouTube. We're, our show's on every single day at 3 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, you can go to WFAA and check out the show. Make sure you follow Landon on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can follow me at Marcus underscore Mosier. And we will see you guys next time.